Transmitting from the Mojave Wilderness in Joshua Tree, California. Now is the time for Desert Oracle Radio, the voice of the desert. Night has fallen on the desert. And the desert is old, an old land. It's age visible to the naked eye. I was reading the UFO reports, the new batch of UFO reports I like to catch up on to find out what people are experiencing in various places. And there was this interesting report from some ranchers down in the southeastern corner of Arizona close to New Mexico and the international border. It described this mountain range, this mountain range I've seen but I've never been to. Even though I have been close many times because these mountains are the Dragoon Mountains and that means you get off the 10 at Dragoon Road which is, of course, the exit for The Thing, the mystery of the desert. Everybody stopped to see The Thing at some point in their lives. I don't remember how many times I've stopped there or how many times I've driven that stretch of highway. It's one of those magical stretches of highway scenic and strange with every kind of possibility in every direction. Why, just to the south is the Mexican border, Nogales and Agua Prieta and the state of Sonora. Tombstone and Bisbee on the way there. Marty Robbins wrote his song El Paso on this drive, the drive to El Paso. Because you keep seeing that sign all the way from Phoenix, really. El Paso, 420 miles. It really is. And Marty Robbins got to thinking, started writing in his yellow legal pad. And then he got out his guitar. He was in the back seat of the Cadillac. Now, due north, you've got the mighty lands of the Apache, the Hopi, the Navajo, petrified forests and the Four Corners, Monument Valley, Shiprock, everything. Westward is Tucson, Phoenix, Prescott, Flagstaff, the Grand Canyon, Las Vegas, Death Valley, the Mojave Wilderness, San Francisco, and San Bernardino. Tagati and Tijuana. So in all the times I went by there, drove past the Dragoon Mountains without stopping, it never occurred that maybe I ought to take the road south of the interstate for maybe 20 or 30 minutes or an hour, take a look at those strange mountains out there. 
spires of white granite weathered and twisted and often painted by long stripes of lichen. Geologists call this especially weird rock stronghold granite and it's around 75 million years old. That's when it formed here. And you think, well, that's old. But it's the new part of the mountains, bubbled up from below, upset the old bedrock. It's my favorite kind of landscape, like the Mormon rocks, or the granite mountains up in Mojave National Preserve. Natural hideouts. Especially natural to you if... You, like the famed Chiricahua Apache leader Cochise, had been born there. Born there in the Dragoon Mountains, knew every spire, every seasonal spring, every food and medicine that grew up from the ground. And from that 25-mile-long island of granite and higher-altitude forest... You could see anybody riding in from any direction two days before they got there. Cochise Stronghold, that's what the U.S. Army came to call his birthplace, where he fought the invading Americans to a draw and sat down on his own terms to make peace. A peace that was better than nothing, but not by a lot. Cochise Stronghold granite is this particular kind of granite. In truth, as far as we know, his Apache name was anglicized as Cochise, but somewhere along the line it lost the I and became Cochise. Anyway, he died there too. Not by the sword or the gun, but of natural causes and old age. And he's buried up in those rocks somewhere too. Those sacred spires of Cochise Stronghold Granite. Well, this is sort of what I was studying up on all while the drama was going on back in Washington, D.C. And then there was a semi-peaceful transfer of power. Not too many people died in the troubles so far. A handful a year, I guess, these past several years. Lots more die from COVID now, of course, and that's a form of government warfare, too. Just look who's dying from it. But a lot of us live a real long time. It's kind of obscene. I was looking at the images from the inauguration... And inauguration means special priest watching the actions of the wild birds and divining whether it's a good time to be making a power transition. And I thought, well, that's really just a bingo game up there, you know? God bless them riding their exercycles and all, but it was a scandal in 1980 when Ronald Reagan won the White House because he was 69 years old when he took office. A nice age, I suppose. Sort of youthful today. 
like a member of a classic rock band or something. But in 1980, the age 69 was knocking on heaven's door. Here we get to 2021, and I think the only person up on the inauguration stage who doesn't get the senior discount was Lady Gaga. You get the senior discount from age 55. And they start sending you AARP promotions before you even turn 50. It's all a disgrace. So the last guy was the oldest president to take office, older than Reagan. And now the new guy is a fresh-faced 79, I believe. So now he's the oldest ever to take the oath. With that kind of everything's paid for health care, people can be kept alive for really a shocking amount of time. A shocking amount of time to us, anyway. But if you think about those Dragoon Mountains, either 73 or 78 million years old, and they're not even the old part of that area, Who knows what happened in all that time in the 70-odd million years before humans? Of course, Cochise did not have any government health care. Unless you call getting shot in the back by U.S. Calvary health care. And he lived till his middle 70s. Now, a funny thing is as some of the United States military sent to kill Cochise were the Buffalo Soldiers. Imagine being in this 10th Cavalry immediately after the Civil War, this historic all-black regiment out of Fort Leavenworth, and being sent to battle America's indigenous tribes who were fighting for their own freedom. It was the American Indians who named them Buffalo Soldiers. The Apache called them that, same as the Comanche did. For the 10th Cavalry's hair, which the Buffalo Soldiers wore wild and untrimmed like everybody living on horseback did back then. To Cochise and to Geronimo, These fierce black soldiers seem to have the same hair as the sacred bison, the American buffalo. And a century later, Bob Marley would make a classic reggae song about these same soldiers. And speaking of soldiers, you might have seen that Mandalorian show when they bring the magic baby to the stone circle atop a desert mountain so he can commune with God. And then Boba Fett takes out a hundred stormtroopers with his walking stick, etc. Well, I was sifting through the recent news to see if the Dragoon Mountains showed up, and they did show up. In the context of apparently being one of the landscapes used in this Robert Rodriguez-directed episode. There's a lot of the American desert in this new show. 
As there was in the original Star Wars movie of 1977. I wrote about how Death Valley was Tatooine, along with Tunisia, in the very first issue of Desert Oracle back in January of 2015. Desert Oracle is the name of this radio program. I'm your host, Ken Lane. Soundscapes by Red, Blue, Black, Silver. December 15 of 20 and 20 from Pierce, Arizona. Over the past seven days, we have had multiple lights hover, move erratically, flash, disappear, and reappear. This goes on for hours. Photos and video have been taken. At first, we thought it was a border patrol flying drones near our ranch, but it could not have been possible due to the duration. We've also had several strange government vehicles from either the NSA or Homeland Security in three to seven vehicle convoys spotted every morning driving to the area of our ranch. We are very secluded and very rural. The lights are near the Dragoon Mountains which are four miles from our ranch. Well, one thing we know about the mountain ranges of our North American deserts is that they are sometimes home to strange recurring displays of brilliant lights that hover and dance and vanish into thin air. On this program, we've talked about the White Mountains on the Nevada state line east of Mono Lake, the Estrella Mountains south of Phoenix. I've told you about the pair of brilliant yellow lights that chased me up the Sheephole Mountains and then vanished when I stopped in the middle of Amboy Road. Every case that I'm aware of, the mountain ranges, known for these strange nocturnal light shows, are deeply holy to the indigenous people of that area. For Cochise, the Dragoon Mountains weren't just his birthplace, his home, his mountain lair, his stronghold, and the place where he was buried. They were the home of the gods, a doorway to higher consciousness, a place to recharge with the Holy Spirit of our sacred home, the Earth. Just as people have done around the world since the dawn of our time. 
Because whether you're Moses or Jesus or Cochise or Baby Yoda or Alejandro Jodorowsky, the Holy Mountain is the ancient and eternal home of the gods. A man named Scott Heckman, a longtime resident of the near ghost town of Portland, Arizona, the south end of the Dragoons, was busy on the Skywatch bulletin boards of the 1980s and 1990s. Here's some of an email from Heckman that was published some 20 years ago by Filers Files, one of the old UFO email digests. I am always watching for UFOs. Living on Turquoise Mountain, 33 miles north of Bisbee in a ghost town area called Courtland. There are unknown craft that fly nightly from New Mexico heading west through the Chiricahua Mountains that then take up positions in the Dragoon Mountains. There are three craft that assist newly arriving craft, leading them into the high remote canyons in the Dragoons. Some of the new arrivals will remain for about 20 minutes before continuing on to the Roosevelt Lake area, then on to the Tonto Basin northeast of Phoenix. I have followed them to these locations. Some of the crafts fly carefully at low altitudes towards the U.S.-Mexican border. Frequently I see three or more crafts with orange glowing lights or blue-white strobes that flash intermittently when approaching from the east. Sometimes F-16s are scrambled and pursue the unknown vessels back towards the mountains to the east and south and into Mexico's airspace. There is so much air activity, including DEA black helicopters, that many times it is hard to tell what is what. Unless I travel to the Dragoon Mountains to watch the activity up close. The altitude affords me the opportunity to view hundreds of square miles of airspace. On nights when it is really windy, the choppers cannot negotiate the peaks of the mountains. Yet I can set up camp in the remote canyons and ridges to watch these unknown vessels fly where no choppers or conventional aircraft can fly. And watch all these strange unknowns enter the canyons with no problem at all. Despite the heavy winds, they float around and descend into the remote canyons, hidden from view. Imagine if instead of coming to conquer and kill the 
white Americans from the East had come seeking knowledge and brotherhood. Along with the usual human pursuits of exploration and commerce. Well, we can't change the past, but we can change the future, the part that hasn't happened yet. It was good news, I think, to hear that an American Indian now heads the U.S. Department of the Interior. The U.S. Department of the Interior, which leads not only the National Park Service and the Bureau of Land Management and cattle leases and any oil or gas or mineral extraction from our public lands, the proper stewardship of which is so crucial to getting us through and preventing the worst of the ongoing climate change we've triggered by that very extraction and burning of oil and coal and gas. Well, it also oversees the Bureau of Indian Affairs, the Bureau of Indian Education, and the Bureau of Trust Funds Administration. Those three bureaus control many billions of dollars allocated to the 574 recognized tribes in America. And now a Laguna Pueblo tribal member is the executive of the entire cabinet-level department, or will be when she's confirmed, etc. Interior, the most important government department most people have never heard of, even though everybody loves national parks. So that's good news, I think, that Deb Howland will be in charge over there. And speaking of the Chiricahua Apache tribe, Cochise's people, I saw in the newspaper that the recently redecorated Oval Office now has a sculpture by Chiricahua Apache artist Alan Hauser, a sculpture called Swift Messenger, of a Chiricahua Apache warrior riding a horse at high speed. Look it up if you like. Seeing a image of this sculpture might give you a sense of Cochise in his prime. Riding like the wind to his homeland and stronghold, the Dragoon Mountains of Cochise County, Arizona. Well, that's enough. I gotta go. Arrangements have been made. I'm almost on the way. The truck's packed up and... I do love to drive by night. Maybe I'll come back with something interesting for you. Maybe I'll come back.
from Amboy to Zizek's and across the great Mojave wilderness, this is Desert Oracle Radio broadcasting from our stronghold here in Joshua Tree, KCDZ 107.7 FM, Friday nights at 10 p.m. And wherever you are, whenever you need us, we are on your podcast player. Just tell your device to play Desert Oracle Radio. Thank you to everybody who picked up our hardcover book, Desert Oracle Volume 1, on MCD Books. And thanks for making it a bestseller in the travel and desert ecosystems and nature writing and history and other such categories. If you are still looking for a copy, try Book Soup in West Hollywood, Point Reyes Books and Point Reyes Station, Skylight Books in Los Angeles, McNally Jackson in New York City, Windmill City Super Number One in Palm Springs, Mincing Mockingbird in the Station and Space Cowboy Books in Joshua Tree. Pioneer Town General Store has some copies. May St. Minerva bless them all. This show is supported by listeners like you, as they say. Listeners like you who contribute to our Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Desert Oracle. Oh, and did you know we publish a pocket-sized periodical about the strange and mysterious American desert, too? In fact, that's sort of the whole point of the operation out here. You can subscribe to the print magazine and find links to all this other stuff at DesertOracle.com. Good night from the Voice of the Desert.